good, Josh? Your man DJ Playboy back with another edition of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I do no episode, not one, without my dog, my partner, my man. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Keith. What it do, brethren? Ha Yes. Yes. We're here, man. Quarantining. Quarantining and careening. You already know. It's your boy, Keith. What it do, man? How you doing? Man, this, this quarantine is, is entering a whole nother season now. You know what I mean? It's damn near about to impede in the summer, but uh, it's not. I'm not surprised. I kind of expected it was going gonna, gonna to be a minute. Don't look like it's letting up anytime soon. Even though places are opening up, and I know it's giving people that 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 that, that hope. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still chilling. I just spent the birthday in the crib, so I'm just chilling in the crib, man. Yeah, I did a I did a quarantine birthday too, but you know what's crazy is that when the quarantine and like this probably the most serious part of the quarantine with the mask, they tell you wear a mask everywhere you go, all that shit. Yeah. I was like, you know what, this ain't bad. I could do this for the rest of the quarantine, but then that first seventy degree day hit. Oh, I'm the like, mask? damn, <laughs> yeah, man. I was I was really tempted to go, drive to Michigan and start protesting. <laughs> You <laughs> really tempted, bro, because the shit just started. I didn't even have glasses on; it just started fogging up my eyes. Like you felt the steam rise into your, your eyes, and just that heat. It was it was crazy. You're like, do I got breathing problems? Do I got to get checked out now? Like, what? what the Yo. fuck's going on in this man? <laughs> yeah, man. Because when it was like sixty, I was like, all right, this ain't bad, man. I could, you know, if it means being safe, I could ride the summer out like this. But that seventy degree day hit, and I was like, "Yo, just warm, kid." I was like. Can't be rocking all these synthetic fabrics. <laughs> it's crazy too. Like um, and me and me and my homeboy. Uh, well, obviously you know Spec. Um, my homeboy G. We we kick it like every couple of weeks usually. But you know with this quarantine, we haven't. He just stopped by not too long ago. He went to drop something off. Um, for my daughter. And it was weird though, cause we were like kicking it, but like usually you know we kick it in the crib or whatever. Like we're kicking it outside, a good eight feet away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, we talking from one end of his car, I'm on the other side of the hood. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's <laughs> <laughs> like that shit when you chasing each other and then y'all you just start running around the car. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Niggas are talking from the other end of that shit. Just pacing around the car, just doing circles around the car. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it's 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 life now. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. When I was talking about it with him, it's um, I'm inspired because it seems like we're moving on despite it. Like you know how everywhere has curbside pickup now, and if they don't have it yet, they're you know they're gonna have it eventually. Um, but basically, you can order your whatever you need, and they'll bring it out to you. Um, the fact that you know businesses are gonna be able to continue in some way, shape, or form. I mean, obviously they took a major hit, but they're able to you know get right back on the horse in some um fashion is is, is motivating. But it also is like, yo, this shit ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah, we we might have to really get used to this. And I think that's the part that 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 hurt. Like the realization just hits you. Like damn, it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And definitely to to your point of. What we're capable of, especially if we work together and just use use all the ingenuity that we just got as human beings, as Americans, whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a, an appointment with a doctor via like whatever video conferencing. I had a quick appointment, and then he said, "All right, you're gonna need this prescription." And then he sent it right over to CVS, mm-hmm. and CVS texts me like, "We got it. What you want to do?" And I'm like, "Deliver that shit." And they're going to deliver it. And that's it. Like that's, I literally did all that shit from my bed. I'm, I'm sitting here like, it's crazy how Corona has improved customer service. Because before you go somewhere, you barely could get someone to help you. Now they bringing it to your front door. <laughs> like it's, that, that, they can, that is crazy. <laughs> they got to survive as a business. And they didn't, they didn't, customer service wasn't necessary to their survival before. But now their survival is based on how easy can they make it for you. Because if Home Depot is making it easier than Lowe's is, you're going to go to Home Depot. <laughs> you Word. know what I mean? Just, that's, that's, that's just that's what it comes crazy. down to. <laughs> yeah, and imagine, Amazon, man. Like a lot of places just made uh-huh. this shit more efficient. Like even the pizza shop that treated you like shit. Like you said, man, improving that customer service. You would call in be like, all right, I want a this kind of pie, that kind of pie. I'm going to come pick it up. And they make they make sure everything is good for you. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's how yeah. you want it, delivered in your hand, all that shit. Crazy. It's kind of like funny too. It's like Amazon was a business that was kind of made for the pandemic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they was already focusing on bringing it to your front door as quick as possible. So the fact that they... This hit, you know what I mean? I mean, it might have slowed down the amount of days it'll take, but it was already this business as usual. 
You know what I mean? And right. it's showing you, all right, well, we're, we're, and they were surviving because they were making it easy for you rather than go to the store. It's coming right to your front door. It's like a, now other places are looking at that model and learning from, which is crazy because I heard Jeff Bezos is on the way to being the first trillionaire, which is incredible, bro. What kind of evil genius shit is that? That shit is crazy, man. You know what's crazy about Jeff Bezos? He looks like a villain in like a Bond film. Like he looks like he looks just like it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it, it's incredible, man. Um, shout out to just all the businesses, I guess that that have found a way to survive though throughout all this, man. And um, it, it it's I mean, shout out to all the the ones that couldn't. You know what I mean? Like that weren't able to make it. Like I just I seen something about. The Copacabana, which is a you know a nightclub in New York City, closing down, which is because because you how do you how do you uh, adapt your business when it's a nightclub? You know what I'm saying? Like Word. what can you do? Like then those there are those businesses out there that couldn't survive. Like I, I was thinking the other day, um, artists that did shows. I was like, wait, what could they do now? Could they go through like the I guess the video conferencing route and be like, yo, we're gonna do concerts, you know? Then, so now you could pay to have an entry. To, and I was like, I was, I was asking. I think I asked my girlfriend. I was like, would you pay to watch a virtual concert? And she's like, no, I would just watch like an old concert they did that's already on YouTube. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, I think like, right now the name of the game is just keeping their popularity up. And then a few of them, if you're popular enough, you could get some money off of like doing advertisements or whatever. Basically. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you're gonna see the, and I think that's the one thing I like about it. You're gonna see who is built to survive, who is built to adapt to these changing times. You're gonna see some people come out of it. You're gonna be like, damn, that was crazy. The ingenuity and just the um, how they were able to just come up with the genius ideas during this pa- pandemic, and then you're just gonna see the people who were stuck in what they were already doing and not able to adapt to these changing times, which might be here to stay. Yeah, well, let's not forget about those who had to make some, co- you know cold cold-hearted decisions because a lot of them are going to survive because they had to fire some people or maybe they had to like sell off a piece of their business or, or, or some shit like that mm-hmm. well one good thing i guess i mean not, that's actually not a good thing but at least the news cycle isn't totally corona nowadays you know what i mean it's it's yeah. unfortunately there's a lot of fucked up shit going on <laughs> you know what I mean but it's, I guess you got you get what you could tell you're gonna get fucked up shit either way right so <laughs> I guess yeah. it ain't all it ain't all Rona but um sad man some, some sad stuff going on a few weeks ago you know we haven't had a chance to discuss it on the show but um the the, the Ahmad Aubrey um incident that happened um in Georgia I believe which is just tragic like you know what I mean a young black man was out jogging and um was I guess essentially attacked by two um Caucasian uh, gentleman and one was actually and a third one that was videotaping um and the fight uh, the altercation ended with him being shot down in the park um and it, right. it's it's one of the craziest videos that I actually seen you know what I mean on YouTube like sometimes you can't even really understand what's fully going on it's so confusing of a video to watch but you I mean obviously you see that there's a fight and there's an altercation that somebody's getting shot and then when you find the full story behind it how they uh said that they suspected that he was part of a um I guess well, it was in a, in a, uh, a house that's underneath construction. They said that he fit the description of someone that's uh, been seen around there. It's just ridiculous, you know what I mean? Um, come to find yeah. out, they actually released video. The the gentleman who owns that con- that building that's under construction released video of dozens of people walking onto that property. At Ray- so I, that's the part I don't understand. What the hell are they walking onto that property for? I don't know if you've seen the video that showed all the different people that walked onto that uh, property. I'm a little lost on that one. Um, but I mean, you never, I mean, maybe you just haven't been curious enough. I mean, I'll start off by saying I never did it, but I could see myself doing it. You being curious and shit like that. We just check this shit out. The door's open, a a wide open door, yeah, and just (laughs) see what it leads to, I guess. Right. They're saying that, um, it's, I saw one story that says possible that he might have went there because it was a water source just to get a sip of water. I think he, he was, he jogged pretty far away from home. Do, oh, so, well, I mean, also, but just my, my, maybe I was lost on this. They said that they seen him like leave uh, there and then followed him from that point. Because I was under the impression they said they seen him like a a few weeks or a few days ago, and then happened to see him jogging by and were like, "Oh, well, that's the guy." Um, oh, which, I don't which, know. You, I you asked what, like if he did it if he if he walked through there that day. That day, yeah, that was my question. Yeah, if he had walked through there that, that day, I'm on, not like, maybe sure. on his jog. 
Yeah, I'm not sure of that. That would make um, sense, like you said, if it's a water source or maybe even on a previous jog, that would make sense if he just went in there to grab a, a sip of water and get back to his jog. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, but uh, I, I don't. He, yeah, people did it, like you know what I'm saying. Like it's 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 not like somebody's. You know, it is, I guess it is somebody's crib technically, or it might just be a construction agency putting it up to sell it later, but. People, I, he didn't even have the like right a house to be where they would go in there. Curious, yeah. It was like it's like a house where you're gonna go in there and find jewelry or money. Like at the most, you'd find right. construction materials, which would exactly. be obviously if, if you you would look funny walking away with that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you're not gonna go away unnoticed with a walking away with a toolkit or or how much ever meters of aluminum or some shit. Exactly. Yeah. And they showed kids, people of all ages, uh, people of all races, different sexes uh, going into there. So it wasn't, a, like you said, an uncommon thing. Um, but father and son, um, let me make sure I get the names right here. Um, Gregory and Travis McMichael now face murder charges. And um, I seen this week that the third man um, who videotaped it has actually been arrested as well. Um, which I didn't understand why he wasn't arrested to begin with. Because when you see the video, you're kind of like, you got to, like, the, the cameraman had to be with them. Because how would he know to start taping? You know what I mean? So he had to know they were onto something. I mean, it's the fact that how does the, the fact that how they, does the cameraman in any of these types of incidents know to when to start taping? So that's why when I saw it, I was like, "Thank God!" I thought it was like somebody who might have been on their porch or something, or maybe you know, maybe a, a bicyclist who happened to be something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, when I first saw it, I, I had no idea that this person might have might have been part of it because it's like, how even if they were part of it, there's no way that somebody part of it would let the video come out like that but you know i, I learned better after the fact mm-hmm. and um so we, i mean we're waiting to see because the fact of the matter is it took them about like a week to arrest these guys <laughs> right like right. they they walked around free for about like at least four days before there was even an arrest made and then um i from what i'm understanding that's because uh the father uh gregory mcmichael um has he's a detective a former detective, and he knew a couple of people had to recuse themselves from the case because of their relationship with him. Um, sorry, Gregory McMichael. Um, they had to recuse themselves because of their relationship to him. So finally, once they got them arrested, it, like it's still um, an issue because, from what I understand, Georgia doesn't have you know how like federal like how they have hate crimes on a on a state level, and then they yeah. also have it on a federal level. Georgia doesn't have it on a state level, so they're trying to you know I mean get, have make this like a federal crime now. Um, because of they they want it to be viewed as a hate crime, which it totally is. I don't care what you say, you know what I mean. Like it, it's you couldn't you couldn't tell me it's not. Um, yeah, man. As a northerner, and who who in my head I have stereotypical views of southerners. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that what that debate was like in the in they in they house of of representatives or whatever whatever they legislative thing is because somebody brought it to the table said yo we should start having hate crimes and then there was a bunch of state senators like I don't Mm-mm. think so buddy <laughs> <laughs> my nephew he kind of banged with them I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I don't know about all that just slow down buddy <laughs> take that to New Jersey <laughs> um, or take that up north but yeah man it's yeah they don't have hate crimes and by the way it went through like two different prosecutors offices this case and both of them were like nah like he good self-defense da 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 but then they ended up recusing themselves I think they they went to some local joint first mm-hmm. and then they I can't remember what level they went to next and then they that person recused themselves then they had to send it to like the the Georgia Bureau of Investigations so that and then they hired a prosecutor and that's who's prosecuting that case right now shit is nuts man it's and it came on the heels which is um sad as well of another case that had occurred a young lady named Brianna Taylor who was an EMT worker um was a victim of a police shooting um and she ended up dying from it basically cops were sent to her home based off of a wrong search warrant the wrong address on a search warrant um once they entered the apartment um Brianna's boyfriend legally a gun owner went for his weapon and and just fired and they fired back um killing Brianna um, and then eventually arresting the boyfriend um, for shooting at cops, which is, is crazy, bro. Like, they showed up to the wrong house, no drugs, no nothing, and this this dude is now in jail when his girlfriend is dead. And I think it's, it's crazy. A, a EMT worker, someone who we've been bigging up the past couple of weeks, frontline 
uh, workers and first responders. This is this is this is one of them. In the, in the heart of the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic, you know, what I mean, going to war every day, and then the fact that this is how she's treated, you know, what I mean, it is it, it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous, man. Um, yeah. And you 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 want to get mad about it, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you in, in these situations, you'd be like, all right, man, no one had to die, no one had to die. Like it, it's it's something that all right maybe you got an argument and you got a you feel like you were in the right here as, as a cop and or or as Gregory and Travis McMichael as opposed to you know what I mean the victims who was just innocent people who happened to be going on with their life but i think if one of the most egregious things that we've seen in years not alone the past couple of weeks was um what's happened in Minnesota um it, it, it's you don't even it's hard to even come to words with it bro um basically i don't know i know you've seen the video by now keith mm-hmm. um i was yeah. i wasn't 100 percent aware of it but um i just want to make sure mike uh sorry let me make sure i get uh get his name right here george floyd was the victim of basically from what i understand the cops were called because of a counterfeit 20 dollar bill was used if it was him that used it, I'm not even sure about that. Or if they just showed up and assumed it was him. But it's the fact that it's a twin, that, I think that's the biggest smack in the face in this whole story. Because, like, he could have easily been given that $20 bill. You know what I'm saying? He could have easily yeah. been, even if he, let's say, in the, let's say in the case that he was wrong, it was a $20 bill. <laughs> like, it wasn't like, you know what I mean? People are trying to counterfeit hundreds of thousands of dollars and try to embezzle it. You know what I mean? Like, my man was a $20 bill that they said he was called about. Um, it happened to be counterfeit. Police approached him. Um, one thing led to another from what you see from the video um, as they're approaching him and trying to handcuff him they do get him handcuffed and then they all fall to the ground two officers and there's another two officers outside of it um, the, the two officers that fall to the ground with him there's a third officer that now comes into the, the, the shot and now puts his net, his foot on sorry his, um, his knee on George's neck and now you um, there's other videos at this point people spectators started to come around and the f- First video that I seen was from somebody's cell phone video. It was a lady filming it. You hear her. She's 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 narrating throughout it. She's like, "Look how they're doing people out here." He's crying. He's asking for help. He's telling him to get his foot off his neck. And the officer's looking right at her. <laughs> like right. you know, what I'm saying, looking right. At, he know he's hearing exactly what she's saying. She he's, he knows he's on video. There's also a fourth cop who's not in the um original shot, but he's in he's in her her cell phone footage of it, telling spectators to stay back. Um, and stand back and eventually they do get off of George Floyd's neck once he stops moving once he stops like asking for help at all once he stops pleading for his life once he stops crying at that point he is unresponsive he's um lifeless they put him on a stretcher um and from what EMT say workers say they tried several times to um get a pulse and they were unsuccessful um and I want to say the name of the four officers that were um involved the gentleman who uh, sorry the officer who had his former officer who has his uh ne- his knee on um George Floyd's neck his name is Derek Chauvin um the officer uh telling spectators to stay back is Tao Thale um and then the other two cops are Thomas Lane and uh J Alexander Kuhn um and they you know they the other two officers holding him down um they were let go. Keith, do you have they been charged with murder yet? They have not, right? No, they have not. However, um, the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Frace, suggested not necessarily that they should be charged of murder, but that they should be charged, at least the officer who, who did the killing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and protests have been done um, calling for the arrest of these officers um, throughout uh, Minneapolis. Um, and you've seen videos, bro. I've, I've seen some crazy videos. Of just they're burning down the city. You right. know what I mean? And um, the national guard is, is is essentially defending the uh, police uh, precinct that's in that neighborhood that I seen. But they weren't protecting anything else. They were pretty much we're staying here. You know what I mean? And I've seen videos right, of a, right. a, a Target nearby getting looted. Um, I even see some police cars getting getting looted, and the, I seen the response from the police. I didn't see when the National Guard um, had shown up, but I seen the response from the police shooting rubber bullets and um, tear gas and things like that. But it's 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 a bad situation out there, bro. Um, LeBron James tweeted out a um a, a now famous tweet that's been retweeted of um George Floyd on the ground with the uh knee on his neck, basically losing his life. 
in a uh, kind of a, a juxtaposition to Colin Kaepernick um, kneeling on the sideline, and he writes, "This is why," um, and, and leaves it at that. You know, what I mean, do you understand now that he puts in the caption, um, or is it still blurred to you? Hashtag Stay Woke. And LeBron James never won the mince his words in terms of standing up for social injustice. Um, definitely, you know what I mean? Did not hesitate to jump on this um, because it's a good point. It, it was well, you know what I mean? People that were so offended by Colin Kaepernick taking a knee on the sideline seem to have no problem with this, though. You know what I mean? And right. it's, uh, it, it, it just points out the ignorance. It brings it right to people's face. I think that was well done by LeBron James um, in that tweet and I guess I'll just I'll just give you the floor right now, man. How how does just seeing this I guess still going on, still right? This is the type of shit we've been told. We're on our fourth um, season, bro, and just to still be talking about the same shit from season one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's it's, it's I don't even know if does it, does it leave you with hope that it ever will end? You know what I mean? That shit ever will change. I'm I'm an optimist, so I think that there there's hope that it could change. I mean, when you look at the mayor of Minneapolis, um, re- react so quickly, like I think in a, within a day or two, firing all four officers, not even necessarily just the the um, the one who actually did the the assault and the killing. It it mm-hmm. took it took uh, New York City, the mayor of New York City, five years to fire the the cop who choked out Eric Garner. <clears throat> yeah, five right, years. You didn't do it until after after the case was done or something, right? <laughs> Correct. And and that was just a fire of that officer. So you know, New York's supposed to be this big liberal city that's that's you know a, a progressive and ahead of all these types of social justice trends. But not even New York did it. But the, the mayor of Minneapolis did it immediately. So I think that there's some progress to be made. You know, what I'm saying that we I don't think we could say that is 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 worse than it was, let's say, 20 years ago. It's still pretty bad. I guess the real question is, how quickly and how sufficiently will we progress from this point forward? And I don't know if I have big hopes for that because racism is still a a big thing and ignorance is still a big thing. You mentioned a second ago, LeBron James and these different people putting putting the the memes up saying, you know, now now do you see why Colin Kaepernick was kneeling or why people say Black Lives Matter? And, you know... Mm -hmm when you come back with a blue lives matter or all lives matter that's not addressing the issue that's really it's really dire to this community like to to us it's it's not just the the, uh, the black community but just humankind where people are dying on camera and essentially you're legalizing or and there was a certain point where killing black people was legal but you're kind of carrying carrying that that tradition through of making it okay to kill black people for doing stuff that, you know, people do, even if they're accused, even if they actually did the stuff they're accused of. It's such, it's such a, a, a such a silly thing when a white person does it mm-hmm. kind of to, to, to cops. So let's say the, the counterfeit thing is, is true. 20 bucks counterfeit. Like some people don't even get arrested for that. They just get embarrassed. Like, what the hell are you doing with you know with a counterfeit? Yeah, is that type of aggression going to be um, exhibited if you're responding to a white gentleman? You know what I mean? Or, right, Lucy's. Mm-hmm. Somebody selling selling cigarettes for fifty fifty cents, seventy five cents a dollar a pop. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess it ain't le- well. Not I guess it's not legal, but it's such a stupid crime. It's like, hey, guy, like, what are you thinking? Give that guy a ticket or a desk warrant, but they choked him out. Even when you look at some uh, a situation that's not as definitely not as deadly and not as explosive as as um, the Minneapolis case or the one in Louisville with the EMT being killed um, in New York City in Central Park, they had that the bird watcher. That's I think his name was <laughs> Christian Cooper. Was the bird watcher? He's a black bird watcher Man. and some uh, white crime white lady. Wrong. White crime going wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, going for long for her, but she pretty much threatened him with the authorities. There's a white yeah. lady. She she was breaking the rules, and he was like, "Hey, like, don't break the rules. Like, this is an area that's made for one thing: bird watching or just hanging out. And you have your dog running off leash here. Like, don't like don't like put him put your dog on the leash. 
Which and she started <laughs> flipping out at this guy. If you see the video, it would have been so much easier for her to just put the dog on a leash. She's literally dragging the dog around by the collar. <laughs> like I'm like, right. this is, like I, wouldn't it have been twenty times easier just to put the leash back on so you could have this argument just for the sake of that? But she she is totally refusing to put the leash on. She's dragging the dog around back and forth. But you're right, and it's at, at a certain point she does threaten uh, the the. Uh, actually, it's funny because they both have the same last name. Um, Amy Cooper. Uh, actually tr- threatened a white lady threatens Christian Cooper a black man um, that she will call the cops she said I'm taking a picture and I'm calling the cops I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life and and on the video she does she she's like <laughs> I think she loses her cool at some point because she's definitely like screaming at the person on the other line uh, but she if you didn't know better you would think that she was frantically screaming for her life because she's scared you know what I mean yeah yeah and then that and that's just an example of when when someone he was following the rules. Matter of fact, he was following the rules to so much to the T that and she was breaking the rules. And I guess she she essentially used her whiteness to create another rule in, in the sense that you can't tell me what to do, even if telling me what to do means that you're reminding me of the rules that I'm supposed to be following. She mm-hmm. said, I'm gonna call the cops, tell them a black man's you know, attacking me or, or being aggressive towards me. And for she knows what her. that threat means for correcting her. Exactly. For, for, for putting, putting her back online with the rules. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, she lost her job. She, all, you know, all the stuff that she lost her adopted dog that she was dragging by the neck. Um, Rightfully what, so. What else happened? I, when I heard she lost a dog, I was like, that's a little extra. But then upon watching the video, she probably should not be a dog owner. <laughs> like, yeah. <you> are, <laughs> and then, and then she got banned from Central Park, and Damn. which is if if if, <laughs> you, if you spent the it sounds like it the whole park man, the Damn. park is huge. It's like half it's almost half of Manhattan. And if you know, if you if you spent time in Manhattan, like if you worked there for a while or you lived there for a while, I have I've done both. I worked and lived in Manhattan for over something like over ten years or something. Well, at this point, over like twelve years. But anyway. The worst punishment you can hand down to a white person in Manhattan is to tell them they they're forbidden from Central Park like that. <laughs> you're, you're better off saying you you're better off saying you know you're remanded to prison, twenty five years to life. They'll take it. They said, but but after that twenty five, do I get to go on the park? And if the judge says yes, they're like, all right, cool. I eat those years. You only do two years of prison anyway. The day you go in and the day you come out. <laughs> <laughs> she found out she was banned. She just threw herself from the window. <laughs> she said, "Oh, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo!" It, it, that, the Central Park is truly the skybox of Manhattan. So, <laughs> like when they took that away from her, I could only imagine the job. The job and the dog was light work for her, but the park thing was, was crazy. But um, me and you, we actually had a debate because I said, "Ah, oh, I kind of feel as if." The the punishment was too harsh, mm-hmm. but then you, you you pretty much you could say your point now. But how I took it was pretty much, but when you think about the potential consequences of if if what she wanted to happen actually happened, things could have turned out really bad. And I really reflected on that. Like it could very easily very easily been George Floyd. Very, you know what yes. I'm saying? It could have very easily turned into that. Just because of there's a, they, there could be a certain aggression that those cops are entering the call for, just because of their own lives. They have white wives. They have white daughters. You know what I'm saying? So that damsel in distress excuse to and to add the imagery of a, a angry black man threatening her life, it just it could have went a whole nother way. Like maybe maybe they just by the tone of her voice or something that she said on the call kind of allowed them to walk into it with a little bit more caution, um, as opposed to maybe um, shoot first, ask questions last. But it, whatever it was, Christian Cooper is definitely lucky to be alive, bro. Had he, what if he didn't videotape it? What if it was her word right. against his? Uh, once they showed up, what? Well, how far would she have taken that? You know what I'm saying? Right, and that, that's what I then I definitely reflected on that, and you you definitely set me straight because I thought about it because he had to be the it had to be a flawless case, flawless in his in his um ad, advantage or in his favor 
for it to come out the way that it did, flawless. Oh, yeah, Think no. about it. For for most other people in his position, they'll look back at his record, look back at his tweets. He did some kind of racist tweet ten years ago. <laughs> uh, they looked. They say, "Oh, Christian Cooper, who who happened to be arrested for you know p- possession of weed back in 1993, uh, did this and that, and that." They would do something to throw some shade on him. There was absolutely no shade to put on that man. Word. They, <laughs> He he um I think he made like the first LGBT uh Q character in I think he was like a some kind of writer for a comic book. And uh they were like, Oh, he's an avid bird watcher. You, the one newspaper might say, uh yeah, he's a bird watcher, but not avid. He's more of a novice. Nah, he is on the board for the <laughs> New York Audubon Society. Like the the Society of Bird Watching. He's on the board. I didn't say he's been on the the, the he's been a member for a while. No. He is on the board. Like, he, this man is the board, official. The board dropped a statement for him. <laughs> yes. Yes. The board the board dropped a statement for him. Like, that, like, yo, and I knew he did an interview for New York Times. You probably didn't check it out, but just Google it. Um, Probably like a, a couple of days after the incident, and they're just interviewing, like, hey, what do you think about it, whatever. And he's, you know, and he pretty, he said it himself. He said he think that, thinks that like the consequences were too harsh for her but he you know it, it does hurt a lot that she would try to use race as a weapon weaponize race pretty much but mm-hmm. the, the overall everything that happened to her he kind of feels bad for her in that sense and the fact that people are like you know sending her threats or throwing like a, a ultra amount of shade at her for the things that she did um but aside from that there was a line in that article where they asked him a question, and let's say he's, you know, the, the answer to it was like, yeah, I don't think, wait, hold up, hold up, that's a Baltimore Oriole right there, hold up. Oh, yeah, so what I was saying was, <laughs> I shit you not, bro. I shit you not. This man is perfect, son. I'm, I'm very happy with the father I got, but I would, in a second, take that. I was, in a, I was so quick replace my father with this guy. <laughs> Yo, the dude is flawless, man. You got to read. I'm going to send you that All right. Matter of fact, I don't know if you had. I, I got a New York Times membership. I don't know if you'll get the article for free. I'll screenshot a few, son. Like, I, I read get, this shit. Yeah, I'm like, you get, a, you, get a, you get a couple of, uh, you get a couple free articles, so you got to send me that one. Yo, now, man. I, I don't doubt it, though. Because you imagine yeah. if he smelled like weed or if he had, like, some alcohol on him. Just anything they could have, you know what I mean? That could have just yeah. went, like, they was, the cops was looking around. They was like, ain't no vials around here, no baggies. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <Ain't> nothing, <laughs> nothing we could pin on him. <laughs> if it was me or you, it would have been a rap. It would have been a rap for us because they need, they don't need to go on Twitter or nothing. They need to do nothing but look no further than his podcast. And they would have put, they would have played that shit on, been looping all kinds of shit on it. And I'm like, yo, we not even talking about the podcast. This lady brought a vicious animal off the leash and it's, all, it's against the rules. I'm here bird watching. This is what this part of the park is for. And uh, yeah, I mean, we would have probably got arrested and all that, or maybe worse. But this guy, or even if we didn't, the aftermath would have been like, well, you know, this guy, he, he failed the class or he went to public school all his life or some shit like that. It took <laughs> the, the avid marijuana smoker. Man. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, uh, marijuana advocates. This guy had, was, I'm doing the finger, the chef finger kiss. When, when you make the perfect risotto, like that man is the perfect. African American risotto is what I'm saying. <laughs> Yo, you, you have you heard, man? Let's get to some have you heard right now, man. I heard a couple things, and I like to bring them to the table, man. Represent here, bring it to my man Keith, see if he knew about it, man. How you have you heard, Keith? Aisha Curry has been getting the smoke. <laughs> all, all the internet smoke once again. Why does the internet love Aisha Curry so much? They are obsessed with her. <laughs> When you um, say love or hate, because I know she gets a, she, especially no, no, they get, the, they get the, love, yeah, they they show they love, yeah, they love language is hate, <laughs> right? Definitely That's their love language. <laughs> I, I've heard of it. I heard she had a little body train. Well, matter of fact, let me say, I, no, I have not heard, but I've seen. <laughs> Aisha Curry posted some uh, pictures on her Instagram, two bikini shots. Well, she looking high. She 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 looking like yeah, right, man. <laughs> nice. But but the bikini don't leave much of the imagination. I think that's the big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's even like a a lower like I guess crotch kind of tattoo that's kind of exposed in the uh, in the picture. 
Which, I mean, it, it, all in all, considering how old Aisha Curry is, it doesn't seem that out of the ordinary, you know what I mean? But I guess given who she is, she has, uh, the internet decided that they were going to pull up some old tweets that she did, and um, one in 2015 where she said, everyone's into barely wearing clothes these days, not my style, I like to keep uh, the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. And people kind of thought that her posting a picture in a bikini was contradictory to that to that tweet and basically hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hate the Internet. I, I really do. Because, you know, you know, it's one of my, my biggest pet peeves. Dudes taking selfies with their shirt off in the bathroom mirror. Like, I hate that. I, ha- I hate it with a deep, deep passion. But... If I got a couple cubes on my gut, like mm-hmm. if I got, if I slim my joint down and I got like 10, 10 cubes on my abs, man, you better believe I'm right there in my bathroom mirror t- taking a, a, a steamy selfie, putting that, gen- putting that joint on LinkedIn. <laughs> nah, that's, it's, it's, uh, I, I think it's because it's Aisha Curry. I don't think anyone has, has a picture with what she's actually showing. But here's my thing. It's like, that's a 2015 tweet. It's five years later. You ain't allowed to change your opinion about shit. <laughs> like, and if you her that, age, what is she like it's 33? Not, it's not like you put up. It's not like you put up a 2015 tweet of her using the N word <laughs> or something like that. It's like she had an opinion about something. Now she has a different body. She feels differently about it. Is that not allowed? Word. It's like how politicians and that concept of flip flop, and of course you're gonna flip flop as you grow older and learn new things. Like you should be given that right. And by the way, her bathing suit isn't that. It's like a very average. Like it's you know for for nowadays. So I was helping my niece at sixteen, and I was you know she asked me to buy her a bathing suit. We were looking on the internet, and the things mm-hmm. that she was pulling up was crazy, like some European shit that a 25 year old European woman will wear like some really mature shit so I'm like hell no you're not getting that but when I compare it to some of the other stuff I'm like wow like that's I think this is just what they wearing like for instance like um bathing suits where the bottoms show a lot of butt cheek like that's super popular now before if you want to buy some shit like that you'd have to go to like a store that kind of carries that type of shit you know what i'm saying almost almost like a specialty store somewhere that's that specializes in fashion but like every every, yeah a little risque some shit like that but (laughs) everywhere is carrying it now not everywhere but like more places are carrying it now you know what i'm saying so it's it's relative to me looking at her swimsuit was like it's a two-piece it's Mm. the, the the bra piece and it was a bottom like her butt cheeks wasn't even showing like it was just super it was so, I don't know, it was so regular to me. And, you know, the fact that she got that body makes, you know, she carries it well. It's because of who it is. It's definitely because of who's wearing it. Because like you said, she's not doing anything wrong or inappropriate. But it's the same thing as when she made the comment about her husband gets a lot of attention and she would wishes that she could receive a little bit more male attention. It's like, people could understand where that comes from. It's because of the who the messenger is. You kind of want to beat up on it. And um, it's funny you say that, though, about your niece, though, that it made me think a little bit. It's, 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 it's kind of it's fucked up that women have to go through this in society, is that you're... You're kind of bigged up, right? You're kind of judged on your sexuality. You're kind of judged on your ability to, you know what I mean, be attractive to the opposite sex. But then they'll turn around and they'll ridicule you for it. You know what I mean? And, and like, and so like, I, like my daughter is obviously she's five now, so I don't worry about this, but as she gets older and becomes a teenager, there are going to be certain outfits that to me, if I saw a woman walking down the street, you know, I'm not going to be like, Oh, she's a whore because <laughs> she wears that outfit or she's a slut. But my daughter wants to wear it. I'm like, hell no, you can't wear that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause people are going to think of you as a whore or a slut. And it's just like, as fashion changes though, you, you're, you're, you could be stuck in the, the 1990s where you think a bathing suit's supposed to cover everything, you know what I mean? And right. it's like, it, it, it's it's a struggle to come in terms with, I mean, like, she's not your daughter, but obviously she's your, your younger niece, is as they're growing into their sexuality and into their adulthood um, of realizing, you know what I mean, that of, of, of it exists, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they also have to struggle with f- towing that fine line because... You, you don't want to be viewed as being much older than you are. You don't want to be 16 and people thinking you're 25. You know what I mean? Right. It might seem like a good idea, but you, you know, you, Keith, knows the, the, the dangers that could come with that. You know what I mean? And, right, exactly. And, and uh, but I also relate to the feeling of wanting to be 
part of the in crowd and at 16 the in crowd was adults pretty much it's like yo mm-hmm. i'm like i'm right there why can't i just be an adult right now mm-hmm. so I, I i understand that impulse so i try to to have a compromise with her as far as all right, maybe you won't. You can't get none of the cheeky stuff, but maybe a one piece cutout. So that's one of the like the the one piece where like part of part is missing, where it might show like the your, stomach, your ribs, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I got you. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. And then, but Aisha Curry at thirty something. Like I, I'm, I just turned thirty six yesterday, bro. I don't. I go through the same things. I go through. In, in my 20s, you know what I mean? Like, I, I had a therapy session yesterday, and not to get too into that too much, but I talked to my therapist about how I still feel like, e- even though I'm a little bit older now, I still have a problem saying no to people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, in that I'm, I'm kind of coming into terms with dealing with that, but with that being said, Aisha Curry might have the same issues a 16-year-old girl has. She wants to wear these things, you know what I mean? Because they're fashionable, and now she has a body to show it off. She's been a mother for, for her, her entire 20s. She had a lot of kids in her 20s. Ain't like she had like one kid, <laughs> you know right, what I mean, in right. that decade. She knocked out a few kids in, the, in in a decade. So it's just like, I can totally understand why she would she might want to do that, you know what I mean? And, you know, people are going to judge because there's a religious aspect to the Curries and things like that. But I've also I've also been able to view them for their age and how old they are. And considering they have that much money and that, that many eyes on everything they do, I think they're handling it pretty well. Yeah, definitely, man. I, that body she has is like the equivalent of somebody showing off, like hanging up, they framing and hanging their doctorate in, they, in the hallway in their crib. Like, what she did there is impeccable. Like, you saw how meaty she was. I don't know what the word is. Chubby, meaty. I don't know. But she was not that. Pleasantly And I think pumped. that pleasantly pumped. I don't know. Because she wasn't quite fat. No, she wasn't no, quite fat. But you could see that she, you know. Her body transformation is bananas, and like she deserves so much credit for it. Like, if you don't wear, like, show that off, whether it's to the public by ways of Instagram or whatever, or maybe just your friends are just going to a pool party or something like that. Like, someone needs to know that, like, you did that. You deserve all the credit for that shit. Keith, have you heard Doja Cat has been canceled? <laughs> uh, yo, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even realize Doja Cat was started because I'm 36 years old. I didn't even know. I, I've, I've, I've heard mad like all of a sudden because when you're old and you're not in the loop, like you hear like you hear like three features with jo- uh, Doja Cat on it, and it's like, yo, who the fuck is this? But uh, I have not heard about that canceling shit. What was that about? Um, and and, I, and it was it, it was news to me because I was like, I guess maybe I just always assumed Doja Cat was. Black, and I'm saying that with uh, quotation marks because I think she is black. Like, I still think she is. So, but apparently she's mixed. You know, obviously she's a mixed race. Um, there's a, a side of her family that isn't black. Um, and so it's kind of controversial because it looks like she's a fan of going into these things called like tiny chats, which I wasn't familiar with, but they're kind of like these little video chat rooms. And apparently the mm-hmm. one that she liked to frequent. Was one for white supremacists, you know what I mean? It wasn't. Oh, it was, I guess it wasn't one that was like totally like you couldn't get in or you know what I mean, like you couldn't enter. But people were like, I guess in that community were like, well, that's where the white supremacists go to chat. <laughs> and she she used to frequent that and do. Um, and then videos are surfacing now with her one with her stripping for some of the uh, the 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 participants. Um, definitely one with her using the uh, N word. Um, the hard ER <laughs> uh, that she's yeah, um, and just a lot of a lot of other stuff. You know, what I mean, it was it's, it, it looked like she has a tr- little trouble history, um, so to speak. So basically, just to like catch you up with some of the stuff. Back in 2015, she released a song called "Didn't Do Nothing," um, but later took it off for SoundCloud. Now, "Didn't Do Nothing" is a term that I wasn't familiar with this, but I guess alt right circles use it to demean victims of uh, police brutality. So it's it's spelled like didn't do nothing. It kind of looks like like the word Hindu, but didn't do, and then nothing yeah. is like like ragamuffin kind of like nothing. But it's supposed to mean didn't do nothing, and basically saying that's what the victims of police brutality always say they didn't do nothing. And basically, the, um, now that all this stuff is coming out, people are saying that the song was made in response to the 2015 death of Sandra Bland, um, which Doja Cat has denied. But you know, I mean. Obviously, the the argument's a little bit harder to say now. She also got in trouble in about 2018 for using um the word uh faggot 
to refer to Tyler, the creator, and Earl Sweatshirt. And then in her kind of apology, so to speak, used the word again several times. <laughs> but kind of like, like, and it was one of those things where I guess she's bisexual. So people came to her defense. It was like, oh, she can't use that word now. And people like, no, you can't. <laughs> like, it ain't like, yo, I'm, <laughs> I know black people. I can use the N word. <laughs> It's like nah, you uh, that that's a, that word is off limits. So I guess she came back out, apologized for that. But her newest beef kind of came up because um, I guess she kind of got into some beef with Nicki Minaj's uh camp. She responded. I guess their, their fans kind of got into a beef where one fan was saying Doja Cat should be the center of picture of Nicki Minaj, Megan Thee Stallion, and Doja Cat. Another fan coming out saying um, don't disrespect Nicki um. Doja Cat came out and called Nicki Minaj's fans scum for, I guess, attacking that the one of her fans. And basically, they, they took it upon themselves to kind of cancel it. Now, people are kind of saying that, you know, Doja Cat was cool, but once you got beef with the, the barb, so to speak, <laughs> that's where all this, like, old stuff is starting to surface now. So Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat actually dropped the remix to Say So with Nicki Minaj being on it. It was a big debut, debated number one, one of Nicki's first number ones after um 108 entries. You know what I mean? And uh, Doja Cat's first number one record. And as soon as that dropped, all this shit hit the fan with all this stuff coming out now. With Like I said, with her being in the chat rooms, saying stuff um, of that nature. Um, and this is the, now, now there's this big rumor that she's into race play, which I didn't know that was a thing. Did you know? Are you familiar with that term, Keith? Race play? Hell no. Race play? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like some Broadway shit written by Spike Lee. <laughs> That's what came up when I searched it. <laughs> 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 but apparently apparently race play is a subset of bdsm where the focus of the imbalance is in, in the role play stems from the races of the people in question uh in practice this often presents people of color of color role playing as slaves or people of jewish heritage role playing as prisoners i didn't know that was a thing <laughs> but i guess that's what they're saying that she kind of is into now for the fact that she was like stripping for uh white supremacists and things like that and just some of the stuff that she was doing in those videos uh kind of you know what i mean like gave off that vibe um she denies it in any way she denied she came up with a a a, 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 a apology coming out i'll read it uh a bit of it for you it's kind of long but basically saying i want to address what's been happening on twitter I've used public chat rooms to socialize since I was a child. I shouldn't have been on some of those chat room sites, but I personally have never been involved in any racist conversations. I'm sorry to everyone that I offended. I'm a black woman. Half of my family is black from South Africa. I'm very proud of where I come from. Um, and it goes on to talk about, you know, the old songs that resurfaced. She's saying people are trying to flip it to discredit her by saying it's about Sandra Bland. Um, and, and then I guess if that apology wasn't enough. She dropped the video um, where she talks about when she used the N-word on one of the videos. Um, In this video, I'm completely fucking blackout drunk, completely dumb. This is where I'm saying, shut the F up, you. And then I say hard R, the N-word. Now they thought maybe some of uh, you thought I was saying, call me the hard R N-word. I'm in no way into race play. <laughs> Just all this type of stuff. But it's sad, though, because she was blowing up, bro. I definitely, you know what I mean, seeing... That song was all over the place. She has a song out with Gucci Man too. Uh, the Say So single went all the way to number one, but it's 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 hard to bounce back from this stuff. It's like messy enough that you you can bounce back from it, but it's it's just weird. You know what I mean? You you think it's it's, it's bad enough where it will kind of derail her career? I mean, it's it's what I've been she observing. She's been doing pretty well. It's funny because she has a number one song and she's able to, so you so the song came on the radio today and like my girl started singing along with it and I gave it a side eye like, oh, you support this? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's like, it's hard to escape it, but it's like, it, I don't know if she's going to, if, 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 if she's going to have the support, to be honest with you. Because her fans are all like internet people anyway, and they seem to be taking a lot of offense to this. Really? That's interesting. Because I'm like... If you really love Nicki Minaj and Gucci Mane and whoever, do you really care about social injustice that's that you have to interpret like this one? Like this one is 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 I feel as if there's some interpretation involved that you have to do. So in saying this, I'm not saying whether I agree or disagree or which side I land on because I don't know if I've chosen a side yet. But mm -hmm. I feel as if this is not like a straightforward issue of. Some of it's straightforward, the hard ER and stuff like that, but some of it is just... Some of it's like you hang out uh, with the wrong crew, like like the, yeah. the company you keep. So it's like, can we cancel you because of who your friends are? 
it's like a yes and a no. Like, you know what I mean? I guess it depends on how you move looking moving forward. Like, yeah, you, I feel you know as mean? if the, the the I don't know. I feel as if the crowd. Like, I feel like this is one of those cases of the Twitter crowd is a lot smaller than we we really think it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the feeling is that it is is huge, but. I understand that she probably has a large internet following and then the people on the internet tend to be sensitive to this kind of thing, but I think she she legit has a chance. Now, her being so early in her career, any loss of momentum could be detrimental. It would be different if, like, let's say Nicki Minaj, who's pretty far ahead in her career, if, some, then, if something yeah. weird came out and something happened, that stopped the momentum. She'll bounce back from that easy, but this could throw Doja Cat off. But I don't know if this is like a death knell to her. I feel like right. this yeah, is yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. cloudy not- enough for where she could get over this if she has the money to hire hire PR. It sounds like she should stop releasing her own statements because she's not good at it. <laughs> that doesn't, and a lot of people don't take that into consideration. They just run right out there and like respond to shit, and they don't realize like, yo, you probably should could just chill. You know what I mean? Like this, this ain't Kyle Larson using the N word playing a video game, but it's it's close enough. Right. <laughs> that people people gonna want to separate him. So and, and, and we seen an example of canceling kind of going wrong where they try to cancel Jimmy Fallon for an SNL skit that he did uh, years ago when he was playing Chris Rock, and it's like right, like bro, you're, you're re- like did Megan Kelly's people come out with this? Because <laughs> I don't even understand like who who got offended by this like, and then decided like all right today we want to cancel Jimmy Fallon. Like you know, well, what I mean? uh, like, uh, uh, when I saw it, the meme, the meme was pretty much like, "Hey, Megyn Kelly lost her job for I think talking about blackface, and Jimmy Fallon did blackface, and he still has his job, and will probably have it for a long time." So it, it felt like a, a, a Megyn Kelly fan, but I could see the outrage in it. Like if, especially if you you're not in tune with the well, first of all, first if you're not black, and um, all, or if you're not in tune with the nuances that 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 are involved in these two things. Jimmy Fallon's a comedian. Megyn Kelly's not. People had a certain level of hate for Megyn Kelly to begin with. Mm-hmm. Not Jimmy Fallon, quite the opposite. They really liked him. So it, it's, it's very across different. Across all races, too. Across white people, right. black people, Asian. You know what I mean? Everybody loves Jimmy. Oh, and not to mention the the the, the secret sauce. And it's called The Roots, my nigga. That... <laughs> <laughs> that, that Roots plug is 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 quite something. You talk about the company you keep for Doja Cat, like rolling with Questlove and, and Black Thought opens a lot of doors, <laughs> apparently. Yo, this joint don't know. Jimmy Fallon joint don't even go to trial. The judge, just, the the defense just says the roots, Your Honor, and that's it. It's d- dismissed. <laughs> this is the, the case is thrown out, B. Like the roots, damn. From Jay Z unplugged? <laughs> <laughs> that dude, damn. Wow. Okay, okay. Nah, it's it's it, it, and it's comedy. You, you you brought it up, but it's funny because it kind of sparked a little debate in our in our uh, text chat uh, text group that we were saying. Um, how do white people know? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying when blackface is cool and when not to. You know, what I'm saying it's a catch twenty two because when it's done well, it, it gets a pass. Tropic Thunder, obviously Jimmy Fallon playing Chris Rock, and in that one skit. And then, you know what I mean? Like, other times it's been done and, and people haven't necessarily. And, and the same thing with, with Whiteface, I guess, with Dave Chappelle doing it. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he's definitely being offensive when he's doing that. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, it doesn't have this, it doesn't spark the same um, kind of outrage because they are comedians. You know what I'm saying? And Whereas, also, he, he has the defense of a white guy wrote it because Neil Brennan is behind a lot of those. True. True. Those Chappelle show characters. <laughs> but, but the blackface shit. I guess, let's stay on the topic of comedy. I guess somebody did Charles Barkley. Uh, I think it was Frank Caliendo, mm-hmm. and I think he he didn't quite do blackface, but he did like a orange brown, like the orange makeup, and they put a. It looks like they they mixed in, they whisked in a little bit of brown in there, and <laughs> kind of painted him like that, and put on the ball cap and all that stuff. Yeah, and um. That was years ago. Nobody give a shit about Frank Caliendo that much right now. I mean, he doesn't even do the NFL shit no more, so people really don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Or he does it every now and then. But anyway, like, I think it's just another case of the internet is is, is louder than it is big. Like, the there was mad blackface going on in, uh, I think it was Virginia, the governor mm-hmm. did, in his graduation photo did blackface. Somebody else did blackface. And 
first of all, all of them still got their job. And then Word. they polled Virginians, black Virginians, and black Virginians were like, I'm not cool with it, but I want him to keep his job. Like, I don't, like, I care, but that black face doesn't measure up to the other kind of kinds of racism that I'm facing. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And we, like, could, we could forgive. We could forgive right. it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, canceling isn't always the way. Canceling isn't always the solution. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no. Nah, it, it, it's, but it's, I know how it looks, the optics of it, as if we, we're accepting of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I can't yeah. approve of blackface in public. I guess I, I am now, but I'm not. I'm not approving of it right now. What I'm saying is that it's not as unpopular as the average person thinks it is. You know what I'm saying? Now, if somebody, if there's a company party and one of my coworkers comes in in blackface, I'm gonna have to punch them in the face because I can't be seen. <laughs> I can't be seen in public enjoying that shit. But if I'm at home watching TV and watching Frank Caliendo with a blackface Charles Barkley uh like makeup on, I'm like. I fucks with Frank Caliendo because he does a good Barkley. <laughs> but what can I say? But, uh, you know, it's, again, man, it's not as unpopular as people think it is. Here's why. Because if you cancel those people, like you say, you can't, can't the cancel is not all the solution because a lot of times you cancel some of these people and what you get in its place is just somebody who might be more racist but just better at hiding it. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Right. People don't even think about that. Yeah, because and then when when you're canceling someone over mistakes that they made twenty years ago, <laughs> like fifteen years ago, it, it it's even harder at that point. And I mean, there's certain things. Obviously, you've seen people get canceled for Me Too situations that happened twenty, fifteen years ago. You know what I mean? Certain things like that, you're kind of like, whoa, all right. But a joke gone wrong. You know what I mean? Like, what's his name? Right. Um, what's your man? Joe Biden made a made a bad joke last week. <laughs> well, oh, you know, that had a race to do with it. <laughs> so it's like I can totally see how. Someone can realize this might go left, but let's see how it goes. You know what I mean? In terms of right, uh, you uh, know uh, the the one I, I will never ever endorse blackface in public. I'm not doing it now, nor will I ever. But mm-hmm. if I were, I would consider it. For there was this one guy, white guy. He dressed up as Funk Master Flex like ten years ago. He was running for some kind of office, but he put the story out there himself before somebody else did. He said, listen, I did this thing in like whatever years ago. I don't remember it was for, oh man, I wish I could find it. We're going to put an addendum on this bitch or something like that. Cause I, I, remember, I think you important. sent me the picture. I think you might have sent me the picture. And I think I remember seeing it. Like, But it was a good, it was a good impression. It was good. <laughs> it was good. And nobody, if they wanted to be racist, is going to dress up like Funk Master Flex. They'll pick like one of our idols just to really fuck with us. Like yeah. nobody picks... Funk Master Flex, and it was really, listen, man, it was it was good, it was good because he wore like the clothes that Funk Master Flex would wear, but he wasn't trying, he wasn't being a clown with it, he wasn't wearing no. Some people try to make it a minstrel show by putting on a huge gold chain mm-hmm. and like some wild outfit and some wacky jersey. Nah, like he was like subtle with it, and the brown, the skin tone was. I'll be honest with you, man, it, it wasn't cartoonish. It was the Andy Reid um, impersonation, just with blackface, kind of. Like, it wasn't made to, like, make a clown out of the Andy Reid. It was someone who genuinely looked like him. But this just right. involved blackface. <laughs> this just, uh, yeah. sadly enough, involved blackface. Right. And, and if if this were 15 years ago and he walked into, if it, once again, if it was a, a co-worker and it was 15 years ago, I wouldn't punch him in the face because it wasn't, like, a thing back then. I'd be like, wow. <laughs> I mean, you was, should... <laughs> it was done well. It was. I was like, wow, that, that was done well. I wouldn't give them credit in public, but I would like if we in a bathroom together. I would not shake their hand because we in the bathroom. But I'll give them a little elbow bump and be like, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. That was. I couldn't even pull off Funk Master Flex, and you white and you did. Oh man, that that's nice. Yo, okay. that's another episode in the book, brother. Yo, where can people find you at on social media, dog? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Yes, sir. You can find me, DJ Playboy, on Instagram, at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. You can find the Perfect Talk podcast on Instagram, at Perfect Talk Radio. And, of course, we got a podcast. We got a podcast. And now we got a website, at PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Check that out for everything DJ Playboy, like such as The Night Shift, my radio show with DJ Show, Money Talks Radio, and, of course, every single episode of the Perfect Talk podcast. Also found on Apple Podcasts. Also found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you
wherever your local podcasts are found, man. Uh, Keith, let's land this thing, man. What are you watching on television right now, dog? Bosch, B-O-S-C-H, on Amazon Prime. Good. Why? Cause, Cause it's all right. I mean, I'll be honest, man. It's not. It reminds me of if like one of them CBS or NBC cop shows, like could cuss and mm. like like the hard hard cusses like S and, and F's and all that stuff, and uh, and talking about prostitution and, and violence and shooting people and stuff. Like if they could do that, it's kind of like that. Um, it's, that's usually not my thing, but I kind of like it. And it has Marlo Stanfield in it from The Wire. So I just came off of re-binging The Wire. So I came okay. to this and Marlo is now playing a homicide detective. And then they bring detect- the Lieutenant Daniels in into the show, essentially playing the same character. So <laughs> I definitely recommend it if you like cop shows. And it's a nice little, it's a nice show. There's not too many twists and turns and trying to be too cute with making uh, uh, the show into a puzzle. So it's a nice thing to just sit down and just watch a good show. That's cool, and, man. Uh, enjoy yourself. That's cool. I've been watching The Last Dance. I got one episode left. It's crazy how The Last Dance, like I thought it was a great documentary, but how it was being met with this like, weird reaction like people are calling mike a snitch people saying mike's lying about stuff that was coming out how it wasn't a documentary about the bulls it was more so a documentary to make mike look like the man and make everyone else look like the supporting class and i mean this was said by like horace grant you know what i mean um and other people who have come out and said certain things about it so it's it's i think it's just, no you can't please everybody right like you I thought, can't and <clears throat> listen man if you're only two dissenters are Horace Grant and Craig Hodges it's a fucking good <laughs> it's a fucking good documentary man that was a nice listen all you Horace Grant and Craig Hodges fans get out of here we don't need you the world will be fine without you because that documentary I, I didn't get the vibe that Jordan lied I felt like he was super honest it's one of the few documentaries or, or anything that i've seen where somebody was act, like pr- pretty cool about how good they were but it still came off as if like michael knew he was good like that was him toning it down because yeah. you saw his hall of fame speech the, <laughs> he was shitting on his high school the high school coach who cut him and all this type of yeah. shit but that was mike just being cool about it he was like yo i'm nice i was nicer than everyone it's true and he, he wasn't afraid to put stuff on there. He wasn't afraid to put stuff on there and didn't always show him in the best light. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it, 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 like I, I've learned Michael Jordan is like nuts. Like he literally like wanted to destroy By- Byron Russell for making a joke about him. Exactly. <laughs> when he was a rookie, like a a, a joke in passing, yeah. and he was crazy like that. And and uh, literally has yeah. it in the history books as, as getting scored on. You know what I'm saying? For the, the most famous buzzer beater ever. Right, <laughs> like damn, just it was just a joke, Mike. <laughs> Word, and he, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, and he, you know who, and I, I think we, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or we, it was just us talking, but I said of all the people that should have hated Michael Jordan, it wasn't Horace Grant and Craig Hodges. It should have been Scott Burrell. Of all people, Scott Burrell, like, like actually has been very complimentary of him. I, people, very. I don't know, people talk about Scott Burrell. I don't think he was got shown in that bad of a light. On, on there I think there was Honestly one of the worst scenes What I heard from Scott Burrell Was Do you remember when uh, Mike was like They're on the plane And Mike is like Yo this guy's been up all night Just running around And Scott's like Yo My, my parents are gonna see this <laughs> He's like yeah. My wife's gonna Like you know that, I think that was probably The worst thing of all Because he's like He 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 legit had to explain What Mike Like what that meant To his wife And, and, and stuff like that But um Beyond that, I think it, I, that wasn't anything unexpected. It was like just Mike is harder than teammates. He didn't have to call them bitches and hoes. <laughs> right. That's the thing. He was calling them bitches and hoes. I think, and he think he called Scott Barella a hoe. Oh, several times. <laughs> several times, but. A hoe, not even a bitch. Like a bitch is like, all right, well, he couldn't, he's not even create, like, you know, he, you call everybody a bitch, or sometimes you just call a dude that, like, if you're talking shit. But if you call a dude a hoe, that comes from a different place, man. Yeah. That's like the, the, the N word or the hard ER. <laughs> It doesn't mean much. The N word doesn't mean much going from a black person to a black person. But what does hit like it is called for a black person to call another black person a hoe. Like that's our hard ER from right. internally. And he did that to Scott Burrell multiple times. Now, but check it out. It's a good documentary, all in all. Like I said, I got one more episode to go. Um, I've also been watching the Harley Quinn cartoon. I'm not sure when it, when it dropped, but it's actually a pretty good cartoon in the sense that, like, 
they curse, they say things. It reminds me of the Boondocks a little bit, like the type, the way the comedy is done, and it's um, it's it's been holding me down. So you know, during this pandemic, something to watch, man. So definitely, dope, um, dope. yeah, check it out on some sci-fi, and uh, yeah, man, let's uh get up out of here, Keith, man. Let's go attack the day. You know what I mean? I'm on vacation, freshly 36, so I'm about to get into a couple things. But uh, say goodbye to the people, though. Peace. 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 <laughs>